friends, it's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from the world. <laughs> <laughs> Orange County, California. Uh, how are you, my love? I your mic's great. a little far from your face. Oh, you. I need a much closer to hear your angelic voice. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Hey, go to CaliforniaParadalliance.org. Uh, we have a, a couple of events coming up. Once tonight. Yes. Our live webinar. And I think, you, yeah, you can find uh, the sign-up for tonight's webinar. It'll be short, but sweet. It'll get you started, get you going, let you know about what we have going on and who we are. And then we have a bigger event on March 14th at Novo Cafe in Westlake Village. You're not going to want to miss that one. We have some great speakers. Yes. And um, and so make sure and go there, CaliforniaParentLights.org. Here is a little screenshot of our, our flyer for Stay Fearless School Board event. And all the speakers that we're going to have there, they'll have some great content. It's going to awesome. be awesome. Um, anything else before we get started? Nope. You cold? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my bomber jacket. I love that bomber jacket. It is amazing. All right. We're uh, reading from Smith Wigglesworth devotional on this lunch and learn on February 28th at 121 in the afternoon. Those of you that are watching live. Um, and those of you listening on the podcast, um, it is uh, February 28th, and the devotional is entitled Christ's Works Continue. Not easy to say. You've got it out, though. I know. It's, I don't know why it's so difficult. Christ's Works Continue. The reference is Isaiah 58, 8. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. God, I hope so. Yes. Amen. <laughs> I love you, God. We could use some. We don't have much time. We don't. We don't have time to tarry. No. <laughs> we no tarrying along the yeah. way. The scripture reading is Jeremiah thirty-three three through sixteen. Quite an interesting reading, by the way. I can't wait for you to read that. So it's good. It's really good. Um, Smith says in this devotional, he says the ministry of Christ did not end at the cross. Our blessed Lord Jesus is still alive and continues his ministry through those who are filled with his spirit. He is still healing the brokenhearted and delivering the captives through those on whom he places his spirit. Smith says, I was traveling on a train in Sweden. At one station, an old lady boarded with her daughter. <clears throat> the old lady's expression was so troubled that I asked, what was the matter with her? I heard that she was going to the hospital to have her leg amputated. Wow. Yeah, you don't, you don't come across that very often. No. I heard that she was going to the hospital to have her. Oh, I just read that. She began to weep as she told me that the doctors had said that there was no hope for her except through having her leg amputated. I said to my interpreter, tell her that Jesus can heal her. Amen. The instant these words were said to her, it was as though a veil had been taken off her face. It became so radiant. We stopped at, the, at another station, and the train filled up with people. A large group of men rushed to, the rushed to board the train, and the devil said, you're done. But I knew I had the best situation. Mm. Hard things are always opportunities, Hedia, to gain more glory for the Lord as he manifests his power. Amen. Every trial is a blessing. <laughs> Count it all joy, folks. <laughs> there have been times when I have been hard-pressed through circumstances, and it seemed as if a dozen steamrollers were going over me. But we have such a lovely Jesus. He always proves himself to be such a mighty deliverer. He never fails. 
to plan the best things for us. As the train began moving, I crouched down in the name of Jesus, commanded the disease to leave. The old lady cried, I'm healed. I know I'm healed. She stamped her leg and said, I am going to prove it. So when we stopped at another station, she marched up and down and shouted, I'm not going to the hospital. Once again, our wonderful Jesus had proven himself as a healer of the brokenhearted, a deliverer of one who was bound. The thought for today, the hardest circumstances are just lifting places. Oh my gosh. The hardest circumstances are just lifting places into the grace of God. Oh, Hedia. Oh, Andy. <laughs> if you can't tell, we have some uh, situation here in our life that we needed to hear this today. And it is really interesting that over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about how jinxing ourselves no jinxing oh. ourselves is one but no that, that's true but uh, how god's miracles god's presence um healings that we would have missed before have become more and more present because yes. we are uh filled with the, the love of jesus christ and filled with the holy spirit amen that he dwells inside us Yes. And now that he has done that, we see things through God's glasses. We had a divine appointment today had, in light of our trauma. <laughs> had a divine appointment. And I, and I know that we're, uh, you know, we're not going to share everything that's going on, but we just have a, a circumstance that just shocked us, just came up out of nowhere. Not, yes. Our health is fine, um, but um, we're definitely rocked. And so we could use your prayers in this. But I just want to reveal to you, and I can't, I can't tell you, I have to tell you that so that you understand that yesterday we were at church and we ran into somebody that at the time we didn't know we were going to need. <laughs> but it was like, you made a mental note, didn't you? I was yes. like, hmm, why? why did we Absolutely. just, did you do that? Yes. Yes. Because we're leaving and we, we took a route. We never take from the back right. of the church. Never would have seen them if we went the normal way, if we went the normal way and, and we never we, go to the back. And if we not have been delayed through our actions that led to nothing, the thing that the, the latest led us to nothing. Yes. And I actually was a little annoyed. And I was telling Andy, I was like, why? Would, come on. We're not, and it was unfruitful. And we came out and I was like, God, that was weird. And then we run into his friend and I was like, hmm, mental note. Why are we running into this guy right at this moment? And, and then his, just and moved wife, on. Yeah. And his wife, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and lo and behold, this morning, we're like, oh, my God, we got to call so-and-so. Yes. So it was. And out of that come other things, not just what we you know, hope that he could help us with. Yeah, but no, <clears throat> but and he the, talked about his wife having a heart for Muslims and bringing yeah. them and witnessing to them and bringing them to faith and how we should get all together so that we could talk about that. And I was just so happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. I love hearing people who have a heart to witness yeah. to Muslims because I love uh, providing any insight I can to help them. And hearing him talk, and, I, and I've been around, his, his name is Matt Luke, by the way. Uh, but Matt Luke um, was a member of the church that I spent 20 years at, uh, Your Belinda Friends Church. Suddenly, um, pandemic comes. I decided that I needed to find a different church for the time being. We found Calvary Chapel Chin Hills. And, and so did he. And apparently so did he, which was really funny because he was just as much, well, more so, of a pillar of Friends Church. I hope this is okay I to talk about. I, yeah, I can't believe you gave his name and tell this whole yeah, story. Yeah, okay. Because God wants me to. Um, and uh, but I got to say that it just was a, it was just an awesome meeting yesterday, and, and it led to so many other discussions about things. But my point was that it's just 
just so much of God's presence was revealed just in the short time we were together. Yes. Today. And what's happening? When two or more life. are gathered in his name, he is present. Yeah, you just want to, you got you to gotta say there's something, there's something so wonderful he has planned. Amen. And uh, coming back to this devotional that I, I read these stories of Smith Wigglesworth on the train having the such boldness that he sees a woman with despair in her face and says, what's wrong with you? He didn't say it like that, but like, what's up? Yeah. And to get to understand like you know, we know for us to understand that we should be so bold. Yes. Even the great story pastor Mark told about mm. his journey on, on the hike. Isn't that a great story? Oh yes. I hear it's oh my goodness. That. It was so beautiful. So yeah, we have to take these opportunities to see, um, to hear from the Lord, to hear the soft, still voice and to act on it. I'll just recap real quickly that Pastor Mark was going on a hike, which he often does, and it's always alone. And he goes on these prayer walks while he's hiking. And before he left the house, the Lord, he felt the prompting. He said, take cash. And he's like, take cash on my hike. Of course, one of those things that you argue with, like, that is that real? But I know I didn't think of that. So I'm, it must be real. So he took the cash, came down, uh, went up the mountain, had to come back down for book. Yes, his journal. journal. The Lord said, go back, grab your journal. He went back and found a man that was in desperate need of um, God's help, God's love. And he witnessed to him. And it was this just miraculous divine encounter. And it all made sense. And the it was man, all the man had turned down the money, too, in the right. beginning. Right. They had offered him, I got some money for you. Yeah. Goes, I don't want any money. I don't want your money. And it looked like he needed Jesus's love more than the money. Right. But, uh, and, and the, the great thing of the story is that he kept telling him that God, I've done such horrible things and I've lost everything as a result of my own actions. There's no way, um, that God could love me or receive me. And, and Pastor Mark, of course, told him, yes, we're all wretched sinners and there is forgiveness in the Lord and repent and turn to him. And, and just, the fact that God saw this man who didn't believe that he was loved by God and told his dear son to take money because he was going to go help the other son, his prodigal son, you know, that wow. like how much God is thinking about all of us all the time that he instructs one from out of nowhere to talk to another one whose paths otherwise would never have crossed you know, and, and makes that encounter possible. But were you not, were he not to be in tune to the Lord, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have even stopped. He wouldn't have thought twice. Oh, homeless person, whatever moved on. You know what I mean? I, I got my prayer walk. I got my journal. I got stuff to do, but it was the reminder that he had cash in his pocket that prompted him to think, okay, there's something going on here. Let me investigate, you know? Um, And so we have to, we have to use the, strange circumstances of our lives to understand and to think about what is God doing? He thought he'd made a connection too. I get the feeling that it was simply about the money. Right. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was about the discussion, the talk. It was the thing that kind of got them to talk him. Right. Because why did you want the money? You know, whatever it led to it. Like, no, I don't deserve it. And then, oh my gosh, what a tool that was used there. Right. Wow. 
And I wish you would have thought about the uh, the fact that we never would have ran into Matt yesterday if it wasn't for the other things that we did, which were so out of the norm. Of course I do. <laughs> as I'm telling you, because that's why I said, I confessed I was annoyed and I didn't realize the, the wisdom in it until now, yeah. until this morning. I, I, it occurred to me instantly this morning mm. when we got our weird news. I was like, oh, that's why we ran into Matt yesterday. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. We wouldn't have done that without you, Schnoogums. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you pat me on the belly like a dog. <laughs> Uh, let's get to the scriptures really quick because um, I'm going to start telling another story here and I don't want to forget about these, these scriptures, but we have Isaiah 58, 8. And then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Beautiful. I actually recited that in our prayer before we went on live. God is our rear guard. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah 33, three through 16, ask me and I will tell you things that you do not know and cannot find out. I love this. This is God talking through Jeremiah. Many of the houses in Jerusalem and some of the buildings at the Royal palace have been torn down to be used in repairing walls to keep out the Babylonian attackers. Now there are empty spaces where the buildings once stood, but I am furious. And these spaces will be filled with the bodies of the people I kill. The people of Jerusalem will cry to me for help but they're evil and I will ignore their prayers. Then someday I will heal this place and my people as well and let them enjoy unending peace. I will give this land to Israel and Judah once again and I will make them as strong as they were before. They sinned and rebelled against me, but I will forgive them and I will take away their guilt. When that happens, all nations on earth will see the good things I've done for Jerusalem and how I have given it complete peace. The nations will celebrate and praise and honor me, but will also tremble with fear. Jeremiah, you say that this land is a desert without people or animals. And for now, you are right. The towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem are deserted, and people and animals are nowhere to be seen. But someday you will hear happy voices and the sounds of parties and wedding celebrations. And when people come to my temple to offer sacrifices, to thank me, you will hear them say, we praise you, Lord, all-powerful. You are good to us, and your love never fails. The land will once again be productive. Now it is empty without people or animals. But when that time comes, shepherds will take care of their flocks and pastures near every town in the hill country, in the foothills to the west, in the southern desert, in the land of the Benjamin tribe, and around Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. I, the Lord, have spoken. The Lord said, I made a wonderful promise to Israel and Judah, and the days are coming when I will keep it. I promise that the time will come when I will appoint a king from the family of David, a king who will be honest and rule with justice. In those days, Judah will be safe, Jerusalem will have peace, and will be named the Lord gives justice. Wow. That's good stuff. You know, I don't know why it's, it makes me think about what's happening in Ukraine right now for some reason. It's just so hoping that, you know, what's happening there, the destruction that's happening, that it's someday it'll go, it'll recover and flourish. Oh, absolutely. With the sounds of children playing and uh, joy and prayer and, and all that kind of, you know, all those things that we, we hope that it'll go back to. Yes. It's such a sad situation. I don't know why it made me think of that, uh, but that's that's my hope 
Well, there is a time when the king from the family of David will come and peace will rule the earth. <laughs> just as the entire earth, not just yes, Ukraine. Exactly. Wow. What does this uh, make you think of the, the scripture uh, separate from the devotional, if anything? Uh, just the prophecies of the end times, because though the temple was rebuilt, I think for the most part, the temple was rebuilt and the land did flourish um, up until the time it was destroyed again. But I think when the Lord refers to these things in this way, um, I have to invest, I have to research this scripture more, but I, because he's foreshadowing Jesus in the, in the last part of it, that he's actually referred to when he restores the kingdom under the second coming of Christ. My, my favorite line is six. Um, then someday I will heal this place and my people as well and let them enjoy unending peace. Right, because even though uh, Jerusalem has been reestablished now, there is an unending peace. Mm. So I think that's, again, why I, I get the impression this is foreshadowing the last uh, uh, rebuilding of Jerusalem and the temple. I think one of the, the greatest things through hanging out with you a little bit mm, okay. and uh, Jack and um, you know, that, uh, Pastor Jack Kemp's teachings and Amir Sefarti, uh, his, his teachings, is that you just think of this little tiny little sliver of Israel, this little tiny right, It's so country. important to God. <laughs> and But just the history and what's going yeah. on and it continues to survive, that it, it it was gone. It came back, and it's it's. They're such hated. They're hated. Yeah, <laughs> by every country that's around them. It's crazy, isn't and it? And yet they still continue to survive, and uh, it's such an important part of our world and how it how it relates to the Bible. Yes, everything about it. It's so. I never. I've never had this much, I guess, knowledge. As I do now, it, to me, it was just. Does like, it create a reverence too? Like yes. this, right? Yeah. It creates this like reverence, respect for God's heart for Jerusalem mm -hmm. and his people. Yeah, it's so little. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not, it's only, it's little now, but it, it's technically the borders, you know, yeah. way bigger. It encompasses all those neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> it's so small now. But then how, how everything that's happening in Russia, how everything that's happening in Persia, Iran. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's just all so interesting. Assyria, the, history. the Egyptians, the Iraqis. Yeah. Like all of this is moving towards God's prophecies of the ultimate peace and justice that will rule on the earth. So when again, the I, Lion of Judah returns. I think I might have mentioned it, but uh, on Telegram, if you're not on Telegram, um, the one reason you might want to get on Telegram is follow Amir uh, because he does a great, he, he, I don't know if the guy ever sleeps. <laughs> the guy, he's constantly posting stuff. But even before what was happening in Ukraine, he was just keeping up to date on what's happening in Iran and Iraq, Syria. And um, all through the lens of uh, eschatology and, mm -hmm. and biblical prophecy. It's so informative. Yeah. It reminds us to keep a perspective. Mm -hmm. Not only on uh, the the woes of our own life, but like just watching the world, always always remembering we're citizens of heaven, that we're just passing through, and um, it's a it's a life of suffering. It's mm. it's not meant to be an easy life. It doesn't make you. I mean, sometimes I 
feel so guilty. You know, when we woke up this morning and we got the news and uh, uh, watching on the news, the people that are just, they homeless, they're like walking to the train station yeah. or the bus station or to the border with, you know, uh, bag, the Stater brothers bag. Yeah. Whatever their Stater brothers is. And maybe a piece of luggage. Mm-hmm. And they got that in one hand and they got a kid. child in another. And then the kid is holding on to a dog and they're like, going, we're losing everything. And then they're leaving their dad behind. Yes. And they're, if they have teenage boys behind to fight. And there was this little bit of guilt that I felt like, uh, you know, our problems are nothing. nothing compared to what's happening to those, those people over there. So um, such turmoil, but but God. But God. Wow. Anything else from the devotional, my love? That we can go back to? Oh, I, I mean, the healing spent, stuff. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could, uh, all he talks about is healing. So <laughs> I was trying to get away from the healing a little bit, but uh, anything else before we leave the devotional? Well, I, I think he points out to a good thing that we have to remember not to let us get distracted is the devil will create a diversion uh, and tell us you will fail. Uh, but we can't listen to that because our God is greater. And so it's important that he's pointing that out to us and reminding us what the devil says, you're done. And he's like, I'm not done because my Lord's not done. <clears throat> you know, so it didn't matter if there was a thousand more people on that train, he was going to yep. do what he set out to do. Also, but he's, he was determined to follow through. Sometimes... I know, I know this happened to me is that I'm looking for an excuse not to continue. I got to admit, right? A bunch of men come on. And, oh, perfect. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, so this month, it must not be the right timing. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. A bunch of people came on and then I could start talking to them instead. Uh, um, isn't that, that's, that's bad. That's yeah. just really bad. <laughs> that's just given into the. But I can't voice. be the only one. Am I the only one? No, of course okay. not. We all we all do that when we hear prompting of the Lord. We, we could we ex, we excuse away the prompting. Mm. Yes. I don't think he said that, and I don't think he meant that, and maybe not now, and maybe he meant it at that moment. But now that these, this happened, I'm not supposed to do it anymore. Mm. We don't stick with the first thing we hear. And then on my very first point uh, of of now that we're looking through God's glasses at everything and mm-hmm. see things that we didn't see before that that's, I think that's answers the question. If there is a question about Smith, why he's constantly finds himself in these situations. It's Cause that's cause he could be used. Yes. Cause he can be used. And he, God puts him in these situations. Yes. And like, he was probably in those situations before, but you know, now be because of his gift. Um, he sees it now. It's like the story of David and uh, killing Goliath is that there wasn't anyone that was willing to go and come up against the Philistines. And he's like, I'll go send me, you know, and he's like a little boy. Yeah. And he couldn't even fit into the armor, but he's like, my God is great. I've, you know, killed lions and bears. I, this guy's nothing. Mm. So it's, it's not having faith in ourselves. It's having a, it's having faith in the God we serve. Just how do we get to that point where we just are always, relying on the God that we serve, not our own strength. Because we're eh, capable of nothing. (laughs) Couldn't get ourselves out of a paper bag if we had to. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm so happy we we took this time to do this. Yes, it's, it's our lunch helpful. and learn. Yeah, our lunch and learn. Um, and so, my friends, oh, nobody's commented. We had a I had a bunch of people on there for a little bit. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on on the description on the description on the devotional or the scripture, um, and what things come to mind when you when you hear such things. And do you have are you wearing God's glasses? I'm going to wear that out because it's awesome. <laughs> it is. <laughs> do you see more things now that you're wearing God's glasses? That's what I yeah. want to do. You see well, and remember, you wake up every day putting them on. Put yeah. on God's glasses, folks. It's just so funny that that moment, that hesitation, like, hey, how you doing? You know, hit knuckles. And, and then we both walked away going, there's, <laughs> there's a reason this there's happened. There's a there there. There's a there there. And then 12 hours later, we found out that they're there. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I love it. So keep those glasses on. All right. One thing we want to make sure and remind you of, and that is the Edify app. You're going to want to make sure and grab that because there's uh, some great podcasters on there. Uh, Christian podcasters that you're going to want to find out. Yes. Uh, all about. kinds of content. Very informative. Check it out. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. March 11th. Of course. Why is it? Mass Choice starts March 12th. March 12th. Mass choice here in California for our schools. Oh, and at least for our uh, district. Plus Century Urban School District. I'm sorry. We just got a, a message from our Plus Century Urban School District. So it becomes optional. March 12th. Optional. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right, my friends. We love you. God bless. Thanks for watching. Tell your friends and uh, share uh, this uh, broadcast out. That would be amazing. All right. Take care. God bless. Bye.